0: find yourself distracted and you're not finding yourself doing the things that god has planned for your life well stay tuned thank you for listening to life is jesus christ with sean paul make sure you subscribe to stay connected we pray your life in christ be supercharged with today's message well welcome to life is jesus christ today we're going to be talking about keep your mind fixed and focused you know I open up and talked about being distracted and being kept from the things of God, that He has plans and purposes for your life. And I just think, you know, not only does this world offer so many distractions, I believe the devil is always trying to distract us and keep us from doing what God has planned for us to do in this earth, you know. I believe that we are in the kingdom of God. You know, if you are a believer in Christ Jesus and you are a soldier for Jesus, we're in the kingdom of God and our responsibility is being a part of the kingdom of God. And, you know, if we are being distracted and being kept from doing what we're called to do, we can not effectively help expand the kingdom of God, being a part of the body of Christ. So, you know, Jesus said that we are Uh, in the world but not of the world so you know if you look at all the distractions that we have in this world that's keeping us from doing what we're supposed to be doing you know we need to examine those distractions that are in our lives you know your distractions and my distractions could be two totally different things but you know let's look at some of the things that the world is offering as far as the distraction you know traditions you know i don't know about you but i like traditions but sometimes traditions could be a hindrance as well You know, I, you know, like around Christmas time, my wife, she loves Christmas so much that she's established traditions for our family. Now, I'm not saying that's a negative thing because it's not. You know, she plays the Christmas music. She has the Christmas tree up at a certain time of the year. She's going to take down the Christmas tree at a certain time of the year. She wants us to uh, be dressed a certain way on Christmas Day. You know, she's going to have these uh, certain types of foods that she wants, uh, you know, the comfort foods and so forth. And those are traditions. And again, those are good traditions. But how many of us know that sometimes we can get ingrained in traditions like family traditions or even church traditions? Uh, You know, again, I'm not trying to be negative, but just saying sometimes we can get so ingrained in tradition that sometimes it can be a distraction, you know, culture. You know, sometimes you look at certain types of cultures. You know, we are missionaries. My wife and I are missionaries in uh, Guatemala. We serve Central America, and 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 you know, we are in different a different cultures. So sometimes you can see different types of cultures, especially being on the mission field. But there's different cultures in the United States and sometimes those cultures can hinder you from doing what God wants you to do because you're more more you're more tied to your culture than you are the kingdom of God. You know, coveting, you know, we we covet what other people's has. You know, sometimes we can covet other people's ministries, we can covet other people's possessions and belongings. Uh we can covet other other things. You know, uh I want that type of family. I want this type of family and sometimes we can uh, you know, covet so much so that it's a distraction in our lives, you know, never being satisfied. I remember years ago, we were traveling uh, to a conference and the pastor, uh, my pastor at the time, you know, we were talking about possessions and we were talking about how we buy things. And then, you know, we wanted us so badly and, and then once we get it, it's like, oh, OK, well, that was nice. And then we move on to something else and we're just never satisfied. And so, see, that can be a distraction as well, because, you know, if we're trying to do something for the kingdom of God and and, and, and fulfill the plan of purpose that God has for us. Well, if we're not satisfied in what we're doing, we can, you know, be distracted and looking for something else and then unfortunately get off track and be distracted in what God wants us to do. You know always uh you know about you and not others meaning you know uh we're called to be servants we're called to give of ourselves we're called to go out and do for others and sometimes we're just obsessively about ourselves that can be a distraction and then sometimes we can get into the point where we're chasing after what we want in our lives and we're not conscientious of what god wants uh for our lives and, and, you know, a lot of times people will, will say to me, they say, well, you know, I don't understand how you could be a missionary, how you were able to leave everything behind and become a missionary. And, you know, I'm not saying this to pat myself on the back, but what I'm trying to say is that sometimes people are so comfortable in what they're doing in their little world and they, won't, they don't want to get out of their comfort box, so to speak, for the things of God. And in in my life, especially, I just just found that it's just better to chase after what God wants in my life. So, you know, sometimes trying to be comfortable uh, in your life can be a distraction as well. And again, we're talking about keeping our minds fixed and focused. So I wanted to focus on what we allow ourselves to be distracted in, in our lives. And because we're allowing ourselves to be distracted Unfortunately, we can't stay fixed and focused on what God wants for our lives. You know, uh, I want to talk about how can we get there to where we are fixed and focused on what God wants for our lives, And then we can stay on track. And when we stay on track, we're going to experience a life that, you know, we did not know that we could have. So we're talking about keeping our minds fixed and focused so that we can fulfill the plans and purposes that God has in our lives. And, you know, we we cannot afford to be distracted in our lives. So let's go ahead and talk about how we can keep our minds fixed and focused. Uh, You know, first and foremost, we got to clean our mind, renew our minds. You know, when we give our lives to Jesus Christ— You know, we've got all this junk of the world. We got our ways of living our lives and so forth. And we just got to clean our minds, you know. So this is one of my favorite scriptures is Romans 12 2. don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. So, see, that's the first and foremost foremost thing that we need to do in our lives is we need to change the way we think. We need to think like God. And, and when we think of like God, we can start putting our minds on what we're supposed to be putting our minds on instead of what the world tells us to put our minds on, instead of what the devil's trying to dis- distract us from. Because again, when we're not keeping our minds fixed and focused on what God wants us to do in our lives, then guess what? We're going to be forever hindered and never fulfilling what God wants us to do. So again, we got to renew our minds. And, you know, I can't tell you how many times as a believer in Christ Jesus, you know, I've been serving the Lord for 32 years that, you know, reading the Word— you know reading the word studying the word having the word of god in your heart in your in your uh, you know in your spirit in your mind in in your soul you know having that word written and etched inside of you you know you're going to prosper in the things of god but again you know if we don't have that word inside of us it's going to forever hinder us so then you will learn to know god's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect. So again, that's the whole entire uh, focus here, is that we got to keep our minds fixed and focused on God's word. And then in time, we will learn to know God's will for you. You, you will learn God's will for your life, and that's what's critical. So once you learn God's will for your life then guess what? Then you can stay focused. You could say, no, that's a distraction. No, that's a distraction. That's a distraction. This is the direction I'm going. This is the direction I'm staying in. You know, as a missionary, I can tell you, I've been going on 10 years into the mission field. I can tell you that I have been just, I have been presented distractions many times over. And unfortunately, I have taken the bait at times And because I have taken the bait, I've seen myself go down trails that I needed to jump back on the right trail, okay? So see, I have learned, hey, I've been distracted there. I've seen the results of that distraction and I'm not gonna allow myself to be distracted again. I'm gonna stay fixed and focused. So see, this is as a result of studying the word. This is a result of renewing my mind. This is the result of, of, of praying in the spirit spending time with God, but again, renewing my mind and as a result of that is I've learned to know God's will for my life. I've learned to say these are distractions. So see again we want to we we want to have God's blessings in our lives, but part of that is knowing his will and doing his plan and purpose for our lives. you know uh, years ago there used to be a saying about what would Jesus do? You know, WWJD, I don't really hear that much anymore, but it used to be, you know, bumper stickers, bracelets, necklaces, I mean, just everything. That was a question, but let me ask you a question, you know, or or a question that we need to ask of ourselves. What would God have me do? You know, we won't know unless we read his written word. You know, it's not about guessing, You know, we can't haphazardly go through life guessing what God wants us to do. We have to know what God wants us to do. I have seen plenty of people, you know, go into areas of ministry or go into and chasing the plan that they feel like God has for them. And unfortunately, and I don't mean this this to sound judgmental because that's not. You know, I have a love of God in my heart for people. I have a love of God in my heart. Uh, to see people fulfilling the plan of God in their lives because I know what it feels like to have your life being fulfilled by fulfilling the plan of God in your life. I know what it means. I know what it feels like. I know the the satisfaction and the fullness in, in your heart, in your life. I know what that means. So I want that for you. But so, see, it's not about guessing it's not about guessing what God wants you to do. It's about knowing what God wants you to do. I know that I know that I know that I know. I remember years ago I was in a hospital uh, with a gentleman and uh, you know he he was a good friend of mine. He was a gentleman in in my church and uh, it, and I was getting ready to trans transition into the mission field and I was leaving uh, you know a great career, a great job. And uh, he said to me, he said, you know, how do you really know that God is calling you to the mission field? I mean, aren't you concerned? Are you know you're giving everything up? Aren't you concerned? And I said, I said uh, to him, I said, Terry, I'm going to tell you something. I have, I have a decision to make when I leave this hospital. And he goes, okay. I said, I've got to decide where I'm going to go for dinner. And I can be honest with you. I am struggling with that decision more than going to the mission field because I've got three restaurants in my mind and I don't know if I want barbecue, I don't know if I want Chinese, or I don't know if I just want a good traditional meal. And I was being honest with him. I was truly struggling with that. But I said, Terry, I'm going to tell you something. I know that I know, I know that I know, that I know, that I know, that I know that I am to go to the mission field. And there's no concern in my heart at all whatsoever. So see, when you're that firm, that confident inside of you, knowing what God's called you to do, guess what? You can stay fixed and focused and you cannot be distracted. So at that time in my life, it was so difficult for you to even try to remotely distract me from going into the mission field. So see, that's how we have to we have to get to that point where we know that we know what God's called us to do. Now, again, I alluded earlier that I have had, you know, in the 10 years of being into the mission field, there have been times that that I've allowed myself to be distracted, that I didn't remain fixed and focused on the call that God had over my life. And as a result, it did bring frustration in my life. It wasn't. It, you know, it wasn't like years that went by of distraction. No, it might have been a week a two, a month or whatever. But I know the pain of that distraction and I say, no, I'm not going there. And that's why I'm more determined than I ever have been in my life to stay focused on what God's called me to do. And because of that, I am seeing the fruits in my life and the results of that and the joy and the peace and the confidence and the hope inside of my heart of knowing where I'm going, and I'm demanding myself to stay focused, and I'm not permitting people to bring distractions in my life. Amen. So let's go ahead and look at Joshua 1.8, and we're talking about, you know, renewing our minds. So Joshua 1.8 says, study this book of instruction continually, meditating on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. See, this is the result of renewing your mind. The words of God will be a part of your life. You will be compelled to obey it. Then you will see yourself prosper and succeed in all that you do. So see, I alluded that earlier about myself in my life, that how I am so fixed in focus. I am so focused. Determined to fulfill the call of God on my life, and reading of the Word, studying the Word is a part of that. Scrubbing your mind, getting the Word deep down in the and your spirit is so important. And as you do that, you will see yourself prosper in the things of God. So ahead, let's go ahead and continue on. It says, "Commit your works." God will fill your mind and you will succeed. You know, years ago when I was in college, I remember I got out of the military and I was a uh, a father at the time, uh, married, you know, uh we got in the military, went to college, and uh you know, school was never really my thing uh, in high school. I can remember you know, getting C's, B's, probably mostly C's. I don't think I really uh, dealt with any D's, never got any F's. But, you know, school just wasn't my thing. But once I was an adult, a parent, paying for the school, I realized, hey, I need to buckle down. I need to get serious about school. So uh, at that time, I was a Christian. I was a believer in Christ Jesus. I said, to, uh, I prayed to the Lord. I said, Lord, I need your help in this. And I found this scripture, Proverbs 6. Uh, 16.3, it says, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. So, see, I believe that God sent me to college. I believe that that was an opportunity that he brought into my life. Uh, And so, see, I wanted to succeed in college. And so it said, Proverbs 16.3, this is the King James Version, commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established. So I'm going to give you my paraphrase. Commit your actions and plans to the Lord. As you do so, your thoughts will be established according to his purpose for your life. Then your plans will succeed. So see, you know, now that you have a renewed mind, you need to commit your life your plans, your purposes unto God. So see, you need to make a commitment and say, I'm committing my life to you. See, that that has always been my attitude in my life. I have I've looked at it this way. I have more or less said, Sean, you're great at screwing up your life. Now, I'm not saying I'm a screwball and a, a black sheep or whatever. I'm just saying, you know, whenever I leave God out of something, I'm great at messing up my life. You know, as far as in whatever, I'm, wherever I'm focusing on, so I have just determined in my my heart that there's no other better life to live than living it for God, doing what God said to do. You know, we were in the military. I gave my life to Jesus Christ uh, three months before getting out. We had plans to go to Iowa, went to Iowa, started a company. I'm not saying that wasn't God because I'm sure it was God. It was very prosperous. I believe that God led me into that as far as having this company. But in time, God said, go back to Kentucky. I don't believe that we were ever to leave Kentucky, but because being young in the Lord, Uh, you know, three months, didn't really know the plan of God in my life, but I think God sustained us while we were in Kentucky. We got involved in church. We were very involved in church, but see, God led us back to Kentucky. So see, there I had a successful business, a construction company. I said, you know what? I'm going to follow the plan of God in my life. I don't want to live a life that's contrary to his plan. I don't want my plan. I want his plan. I'm in. So see, that's what is very important uh, for you to understand. I know I've got off track here about uh, being in college, but I'll get back to that. (laughs) But anyway, uh, uh, you know, so so I am so determined to follow the plan of God for my life that I said, yes, okay, I will sell my company. I'll move back to Kentucky, move back into Kentucky, was in Kentucky uh, for about 14 years and very successful in in real estate, had a a home-flipping business. We sold homes. I was a realtor. My wife had a great job on post. God said, move to the mission field. I said, yes, sir, I'll move to the mission field. So see, I've always had a history of just saying, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. I don't want my plans and purposes. I want your plans and purposes. So going back to this scripture and going back to the college, is While I was in college, I used the scripture. I said, commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. I said, Lord, I believe you led me to college. I believe I'm here for a reason. And so, Lord, I believe that you're going to help my establish my thoughts. I am going to get good grades. I am going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to sweat and cry over these books and, and try to memorize and try to uh, get good grades. No, God just. Help me! It was just like I was hearing it. I was remembering it. Tests I was breezing through. I was on a dean's list. I mean, I was just breezing right through college because I stood on this scripture and I believed in this scripture. So, see, we've got to commit. We got to commit our works unto God. Say, God, I'm going to do this. I'm going to live this life for you, and I'm going to commit these works for you, and I believe what you're going to do is you're going to establish my thoughts. So my thoughts are going to be your thoughts. And I believe that my plans are going to succeed in my life. Your plans are going to succeed in my life. So see, again, we've got to stay fixed and focused on the things of God. We cannot allow ourselves to to be distracted and get off track. Because I'm telling you, you don't want to live that type of life. So again, it, it requires your complete obedience unto the Lord, his commandments and what he's called you to do. And if you are saying, Sean, I am struggling with this. I don't know what I'm to do. I don't know what... God wants me to do that's to me you really need to get alone you need to spend time in his word and you need to spend time in the prayer and you need to spend time in fasting and I believe that as you do that I believe you will find the plan of God in in your life and you can stay focused on that and the other thing too is this is is baby steps I can tell you this, God has never just plopped down the book and said, here's the plan that I have for your life. You can read it from cover to cover, and you're going to know from A to Z of what I want you to do. That's never happened. No, it's a baby step. It's a process. And so see, right now, I'm in, I'm in, I don't want to say I'm in a new thing that God has for me. No, I just believe that God's growing our ministry. And I believe that what God's doing is showing me baby step of where we're going today. I believe that we're going to be affecting people around the entire world. Morningstar Missions will be doing that. Life is Jesus Christ will be doing that. that will be affecting people around the world. But God said something to me the other day to help me stay focused on what he's called me to do. And that is, he said, enjoy the journey enjoy the journey. So what I've done is I'm learning to enjoy where I'm at right now. I'm preparing a lot of things right now, and I'm enjoying those steps. And as I enjoy those steps, I believe that God is going to be faithful, and he is going to lead and guide us into the ultimate plan that he has for our lives. Amen? So see, uh, I just believe that that we've just got to learn to stay fixed and focus on what God's called us to do, and we've got to be determined to follow that plan for our lives. Now we're going to be talking more about this. Again, this is going to be a series that we're going to be talking about. Keep your mind fixed and focus. And so next uh, next time we're going to be talking about it's His strength, not your strength. So see, we got to understand that God will grace us to do something he will give us the grace to do something for his kingdom and we cannot rely on our strength we can't rely on our knowledge we can't rely on you know our abilities no we got to rely on him and i i just believe this that that as you do that you're going to see yourself uh uh having the strength of God and the ability to do things that you never knew that you could even do. So that's the important key is that you've got to allow God to strengthen you. But you know what? I'm getting ready to preach that and we don't have time for that. So anyway, let's go ahead and pray in closing. Father, I just pray for all those that are listening and watching I just pray, Father, that you help them stay fixed and focused on what you called them to do, Father God. I praise you and thank you that you will show them the distractions that they have in their lives and they will be bold enough to say no more. I'm done with these distractions. I'm putting them down, I'm laying them down, and I'm gonna run this race that 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 you call that you call me to do, Lord. I'm going to run this race that they will say that, that that I'm going to run this race that you call me to do. And I'm going to stay fixed and focused on that. In Jesus, my name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening and watching. Stay tuned because we got a lot more. God bless y'all. Have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Sean Paul here, and I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. My heart is that you find the life Jesus Christ has for you, that you truly become fulfilled in Him. And make sure you subscribe and stay tuned because we have a lot more coming. God bless you.